With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Here we are, May 18th. Um, I don't know how it is around the rest of the country, but uh, here in Northern California, I just saw a Facebook post from my niece and my great nephews and great nieces that are up the hill a little bit up at their ranch in Pasqueta. And she took a picture of the kids all around the swimming pool and the ground is white. It's uh, hail, actually, not uh, uh, not snow. Uh, they do get snow occasionally. But anyway, we've had some uh, tumultuous thunderstorms in the evenings here in Northern California. Uh, it rained all last night, woke up this morning to sunshine. And I hope everybody else is having uh, pleasant weather, at least uh, where they are and uh, uh it's kind of a funny spring in, in a lot of ways. Uh, we didn't have much of an April, no April showers, but I guess we're getting them in May. We're joined today by uh, Joanne Nesbitt, a fabulous author from Florida. Her book, uh, <laughs> The High Cost of Service. Wow, was that a mental block, Joanne? <laughs> the High Cost of Service. Uh, Joanne has a unique background. Uh, she's been an educator, a, a university president, college president, and she decided a while back to write a book. It is a fiction book about her 50-year experience regarding Agent Orange and PTSD and all of those wonderful things that many of our friends and relatives have brought with them from the late 60s when we spent time in the jungles. And uh, we have uh, Nancy. Lou Henderson, delightful lady from Sweeney, Texas, who decided a couple of years ago after finding some letters up in the attic to share with the world the 150 letters her husband wrote to her and what she wrote back uh, during their, uh, while he was overseas. And now we've got three books published and the fourth is about ready. Is that correct, Nancy? Getting awfully close to the fourth book? Yes, but they were actually found in a cedar chest in the storage shed. But, That's um, right. Okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want people to think I'm not telling that story right. Um, uh, yes, I'm uh, finishing up uh, uh, probably a couple more, if not three chapters, and I've got one about finished. So uh, uh, we have a book cover and um, just uh, getting it getting it done. And um, uh I'm excited about that. So other than that, I'm just being me. Well, it, and we're going to talk a little bit about what you do being you. And Jerry Callison, who has been a regular caller for quite a, uh, a while, uh, Jerry did mute himself. He's having a medical treatment this afternoon. Uh, we always enjoy Jerry's input. Uh, Jerry is a published author. 
the most recent book, right before the end of the year at the holidays, was the most delightful children's book I've ever seen. My great-grandchildren are ecstatic about it. Uh, A Mouse in the House for the Love of Peanut Butter uh, by Jerry Callison and illustrated by Donna Sutherland, who's also been a caller on the show. And uh, that book, uh, poor Jerry, he ordered a bunch for early sales. And unfortunately, he ran out within 24 hours. And um, he just had to keep ordering books, it seemed like, every hour uh, until he was able to fill the order. So, And we have a new person with us today. She's currently muted, but I know she knows how to unmute herself. We have Julie Whitmer, who uh, I met through our friend uh, Peter right up in Canada. Julie's also in Canada. She has a unique service uh, that some authors may or may not be interested in, but any business or anyone who is publishing, uh, you know, even self-help books, whatever, uh, Julie's a cartographer and she creates beautiful maps and diagrams uh, for books and also, I'll learn more about it when she talks to us. And I see flashing out here is 301, and I think that's Lou McIntyre, isn't it? Uh, that is, and uh, Karen is with and, me. Uh, and Karen there, also. Chuck? All right. Very good. We've got the McIntyre group with us. <laughs> good to hear from you, Karen. And I had I didn't ask last time, and I feel remiss. Uh, I know you had a, a medical bout back a few months ago, and uh, I, I'm sure because I've I've seen you popping around. Uh, you, you're you're well on the mend. I I'm pretty sure of that. Or how are things oh, going? Oh yeah, yep, everything's good. I I had uh, breast cancer. I had a mastectomy, and everything is lovely now. All and right. she's going to have a ceremonial burning of the bra with another <laughs> breast cancer survivor. <laughs> All right. Okay. I remember those days. But you know what hurt my feelings? Shirley turned around the other day and she says, oh, my God, you're going to need a bra. Well, she was great. <laughs> this this uh, not being as active as I usually am, I guess I've gained a pound or two, but we're going to rapidly get rid of it. So, okay, let's, um, I'm going to, well, before we go on, uh, no, we're going to introduce Julie. Julie Whitmer from, are you in, you're on Ontario, Canada, Julie? Yes, yes. Okay. Well, what we do here is uh, this show has been around for many years. Uh, it primarily started out from a, a membership that I had formed of people who were interested in growing a business, either from scratch or breathing new life into their businesses. And this is the 465th episode, but in the last few years since I've gotten involved in publishing, uh, the bulk of our callers have been, oh my gosh, there's Joan Nesbitt. Oh, there she is. Okay. Uh, The bulk of our callers have been authors and people in the related industry. Uh, Although we do have uh, non-book publishing, non-book writing people that join the show, uh, local business people, uh, people with brick and mortar stores, people who offer services. Uh, we've had our share of medical uh, uh, professionals who want to grow their business. So the whole gist of the show is to talk about and share ideas on how people can grow their businesses through innovative uh, systems. Of course, social media has been around, uh, you know, really helped everything I've done. Uh, Social media drives 
well over a million people to our websites a year. And it all comes from social media. So we're also sharing ideas on how that works. So, Julie, go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself, please. You've got the mic, Julie. Uh-oh. Did we lose Julie? Julie, are you there? Uh-oh. What happened? Can everybody hear me? Joanne, can you hear me? Yes. I got you. I got you. Okay. I got you. okay. I, Julie, I are, you, hear you, are you there? Oh, Mark's here. Okay, Mark Hultgren. I don't know what happened to Julie. All right. Hello, Mark. Wait a minute. Are you there, Julie? Looks like she's gone. Julie. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> We're we just going to start to introduce her. Well, we have Mark Haltgren here with us, better known as MK Webb. I'm glad Mark could join us today. Um, so uh, until Julie gets back and until I see her, 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 wait a minute, open chat. Sorry. Oh, her browser crashed. She's rebooting. Okay, I'm sorry. Now she can't hear anything. Okay, real quick, one of the items that I wanted to talk about very quickly today uh, this is an interesting time of the year for me, business-wise. Uh, we always had a planning meeting in December, and I've always felt it important to do a half year. I know it's not June yet, but to kind of do a review of where we are compared to what we planned at the beginning of the year, what we anticipated, <laughs> uh, the proposed uh, cash flow uh, projection that we did uh, for each of our campaigns and businesses, and, uh, and also, we kind of take a look at how well our social media uh, time has been spent. And so I wrote down here, review Facebook pages and groups. I know we haven't spent much time in groups here. Um, Jim and I have found that two groups have done well for us, the groups that we formed. And I'm just going to ask, uh, has, does anybody else have a group? I think Lou has a group going, don't you, Lou? Yeah, I, I, I got two on uh, my author's page. Uh, one is on physics and the other one is on history. Okay. Now, very quickly, or as much time as you want, what, what, what are the groups doing for you? Julie, are you back? Yeah, Julie's back. Okay, well, we're going to come back to Julie in just a moment. Lou, why don't you share with us a little bit about why the groups were formed and what advantage do you see them providing you and your followers? Is that to me? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, I wasn't sure whether that was. Uh, basically, uh, two topics. It's my alternative to blogging. Uh, one kind of focuses on relativity, which is one of my books that's uh, in final uh, edit. And the other one is, uh, of course, on history, which is a discussion and also has turned out to be a spot where a lot of people drop in their historical fictions to uh, advertise them, which is fine by me. Sure. Very good. That's right, because you are well known for what we call historical fiction, and uh, you're quite a researcher. And I think what, what Lou uh, uh, provides his readers and fans is the opportunity to 
enjoy history uh, because he, he wraps them around stories that uh, are very, uh, uh, very uh, interesting, if to say the least. And, and we do get the chance to maybe see things through a, a different set of eyes. So Julie's back. Uh, let's take a moment and have Julie tell us about herself, uh, how she evolved into her current business, which is very fascinating. And uh, go ahead, Julie. Hello, everyone. Um, I uh, sorry about that. My my computer was being a jerk. It's okay. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> it, it does it periodically. Um, yeah, so I've uh, I've been making maps for about eight years now, seven years with my own business, and uh, it's my third career, and this is the one that's going to stick because it's just it's so much fun just to to make maps. It's just it, I could just do that all, all day long. Well, I do do it all day long. But uh, my yeah, my first career was uh, archaeology, and then oh. uh, yeah. And, uh, and yeah, those were, those were some of the first maps I made, like drawing the squares and, uh, and uh -huh. measuring and, yeah. ah, and, uh, yeah. and that's when I actually started, started collecting maps too. I mean, well, aside from, from like roadside or like road maps from trips, um, uh, maps as art, I, I collected, mm -hmm. um, some, I've got, uh, like black and white maps of, of archaeological excavations for Syria and Turkey. Wow. Those, like, look at those. And, um, and then uh, I worked in IT for about 15 years. And when I got laid off from that, it's like I didn't really want to do the same network administration job <laughs> for the rest of my life. I wanted to, to do something that's creative. That, that, you know, at the end of the day, you can say, look, look what I've done. So I imagine a lot of you like, writing books, you have the same, you create something, you put something out into the world. It's, you know, it's a good feeling. And uh, yeah, so I've been, uh, I make maps for all sorts of different businesses and municipalities and, and um, even individuals. Uh, maybe 30 to 40% of my clients for the past seven years have been authors and publishers. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, so even just in the last, in the last few months, that seems to be even probably a higher percentage. Um, I've done a map before Christmas of a, someone's writing a book on the uh, Maria, uh, an 18th century shipwreck. We wanted a map oh, wow. for that. Wow. Um, someone is uh, writing a book about their experiences as an international adoptee from Colombia and wanted a map of that. Uh, another person is, um, is writing a history of of uh, indigenous peoples in four countries and wanted maps for those. So it's, it's all over the place. <laughs> well, you know, this is kind of interesting. We have Lou here who is a historical, uh, I love Lou's book that is, uh, uh, what do I want to say, uh, focused on ancient Roman times. <laughs> and I, 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 you know, I'm just saying that people like Lou, uh, could probably benefit if they don't already utilize maps. But uh, how do you do that, Julie? You coordinate with the author, or you read their, you you kind of have to read their story, don't you? Uh, sometimes I don't. It just recently I've started to. Um, okay. But actually, it's very strange. One of the very first projects I did was uh, this gentleman was writing a historical f fiction set in 
about, about the Roman Empire in Asia. So just mm -hmm. series of maps for him. For that. It's an ebook. Mm. Um, but it usually, um, so for I was working with um, Victoria Adams on this. Uh, well, this was a she's writing books on, about the Book of Job. So she wanted um, Jewish philosophers and, and Christian Christian fathers, just places that they traveled around the Mediterranean. So she actually just sort of sent me a screenshot of the areas she wanted and a list of the places. Mm -hmm. um, the people that wrote the shipwreck book, the Mara Voorhees, she, um, I think she just gave me a few places. It was very few cities wanting to be on the map. But then she had a, um, she drew out the route of the ship, the ship's path before it shipwrecked on a, on a Google map and then just sent me a screenshot of that. Um, uh, usually the, yeah, it's usually they give me a list, but the, um, the history of the indigenous peoples in, in four countries, um, I'm reading those chapters and suggesting. Okay. What are good What are good um, maps to put in there? So I think, like for an example, for you wanted to writing um, history of New Zealand, and wanted to show the reduction of Maori-owned land, um, but th there were no actual there were no data sets that we could use for the intervening years. the The data, the images that he sent me, were copyright protected. So we are able to use modern. So I, and so I read his chapter and I said, well, you really don't need to see, you know, 1865 and 1929 and all these different times. You can see what they initially had and what they have now. And it shows how there's very little left. Um, and, you know, he's really just wants an overview map at the beginning of each chapter, just so people know, get a general idea of what they're looking at and what they're reading about. What One of the things that I know, I'm, we're still discussing, and obviously we're not going to do it here, but um, there is an added cost that authors should be aware of if they start adding illustrations. Uh, I know there are many books that illustrations are de rigueur and, uh, you know, a lot of how-to books and things of that nature, but have you found the added cost to be exorbitant, uh, the actual printing costs of adding maps to these books? I'm not familiar with the, the costs of that. Okay. Um, I, okay. they, they've told me. Um, I think that that's why some of them just want the bare minimum. Like uh -huh. just, just Jack, a, a, I got a comment on that. Okay, well, here's Lou. Let's bring Lou in for a moment. Okay. Thank you. Well, for self-published on uh, KDP, uh, and The Eagle and the Dragon has a lot of maps in it, and Karen's uh, upcoming book has a lot of maps in it. There's no cost. I mean, you, if, if they're in the text, and they're formatted, and they're laid in right, and they stay within the boundaries, oh. um, there's no cost. And my upcoming relativity book has, uh, at last count, 50 diagrams in there. So, uh, okay. but no cost. They're all done in PowerPoint, and I dump them in as JPEGs. Okay. So, so uh, and now, are are these colored or or pretty much grayscaled, Lou? Uh, I use grayscale because if you're going on uh, KDP, if you want to do color, 
it raises the production cost. Yes, yes. Okay. And uh, but not that, but not that much. Oh, okay. And uh, and uh, but for right now, I have just kept mine in uh, black and white and grayscale. Very good. Very good. Oh, yeah, I, I was so. told that the cost for with color went up. I just didn't know how much. It's right. Like, Right. Well, you know, I'm this very people... interested in this topic because maps are an issue for me. I happen to use an old military map program called Falcon View, but I'm not on, uh, not a contractor anymore, and I can't get an update for it. And I'd be uh, like, I'd like to find something better. Well, that's one reason why, kind of a coincidence, Lou. Yeah, I, 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 it's not like I'm setting up because Karen's here too. <laughs> but but I thought it would be unique for Julie to join us because of people like yourself and even Nancy with the way her stories flow through she and Frank's life, which had location changes. Uh, I mean, and Joanne going, I mean, your book's published, but you may publish an edition sometime in the future. Um her, her, her book, of course, is discussing actual events that happened during the Vietnam War. And a lot of people, when they read her book, may not have any idea where it is she's talking about, because most of her stuff is offshore, um, because we're involved with the United States Navy. And uh, Mark just said, since he is a CAD expert, uh, or various GSI, GIS programs have multiple layers available. So those are things I, you know, Mark is a technician. He knows all about mm -hmm. that stuff. So anyway, I just thought it was very interesting. And uh, Julie and I and Jim are discussing uh, this final book, and hopefully we can come to some resolution. So again, going back to the, we do had a, we did have an agenda somewhat. Um, the review of pages, and I'm glad to hear Lou talk about groups. And, and that's one thing about groups. A page typically, or at least what we've had success with, is our page is the traffic generator to the website. Last year, Facebook sent 500,000 readers to the website through the Facebook page. Okay. The group page becomes more of an engagement place and as Lou mentioned it's kind of a blog but we encourage engagement with the people on the group and it can get kind of contentious now there's a negative side to a group and there's a negative side to a Facebook page they have to be managed <laughs> and management is time consuming it, and if you do not respond to your fans or group members in a reasonable amount of time, you will see that the group page will rapidly deteriorate. And so, again, this is an added responsibility, but it's basically free. It's another way for you to gain your notoriety as a producer of quality content. So, I, uh, Lou, you 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 have really helped yourself on your groups, haven't you? Uh, I've done what with my groups? I there haven't you. been as active as I should be. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm I'm well aware of what you just said. 
Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All these things sound good, but then we got to sit back and look at them, you know. So anyway, um, J Jerry's still out on his infusion. Uh, let me. Oh, the other thing that I asked about in the mail that we sent out to announce the show is this time of the year. I know some of us in the first part of the year have entered contests. That, again, is another time-consuming situation. Uh, you can go broke very quickly entering contests that charge fees. But there's an awful lot of writing contests that uh, are basically no fee. However, it is your time and energy to create some quality content. And, Nancy, I know you have entered several contests. And what kind of, do you feel that you've gotten a return on your investment? Uh Yes, uh, in two two separate ways. Um, Booksy, I entered one over there, and it was just like six ninety nine. Uh, cost me less than a ad on, um, you know, a, or a boost on a Facebook page. Right. But uh, uh, that one has brought readers. Uh, Seven hundred and fifteen now have read okay. that, Great and story. I see that happening over to. Uh, my my uh, website now is getting this in the last 10 days. I, I wrote it down because it's unbelievable to me too. Uh, had 604 visitors who read 13,702 pages. <laughs> that, that has been happening since. Uh, actually, I owe uh, a lot of credit to the uh, uh, Yak King video. Um, okay. That sent a lot, and and when I posted that it was up there, it's free to read during COVID nineteen. Go on up there and do it, and I uh, I hope I'm keeping Mark busy keeping people out of there uh, <laughs> that aren't good guys. Uh, but um, that that really helped. I also went into a Readsy. You didn't pay; it was free, and I've been, I've actually put some up and and had them published in different places like uh, Academy of the Heart and Mind and uh, Spill Words and uh, uh, the Writers Club. Those are not contests, really. They do come down to that when if people go up there enough and like and read them, then you can get Arthur of the Month or or uh, you know. Uh, fiction story of the month or something like that. I haven't made that, but it's, it's a good practice. And then also the, um, Reedsy, it, you didn't pay to enter it, uh, but they would pay you if you won. But then, uh, I got lots of, um, people going there and reading because I pu published it out, you know, of course myself on Facebook, but, uh, that one was, uh, I don't know what they do with them, whoever wins. The person who won, I was about fifth down, mm -hmm. but they had like 125 to 50 reads, and mine was a, a between 25 and 30. So it, 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 but they sent me an email asking me if I would go on there and like and read someone else's and in the comments give them edit corrections. And I thought, 
uh, no, I'm not qualified for that deal. <laughs> you know? so, uh, anyhow, uh, you know, it's, it, it's just a good experience. Anytime you go somewhere different or do something different, it's a good experience. And like I said, when I did the thing with Peter, that was my first real, uh, get out there and say something. And, uh, I think it had 154 likes on it uh, the other day. So uh, that's still a lot of traffic. Uh, I don't know why someone wants to look at this old lady talk, but uh, um, it, it's it's a nice place to have people come and see you and get to know you. I, Tony's done one. Uh, I think Lou, Lou, did y'all do one yet? You've done one, uh, Chuck. We did, we did, and he had some problems when he downloaded it. He deleted it, so we got to oh. do it again on Tuesday. But I do thank you for recommending us uh, to him, uh, yeah, and uh, we will be uh, live this week if he doesn't lose that file. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, uh, they're just great people, and Joanne's doing one tomorrow, and I just, he asked me, and I, I gave him JC, I gave him JC's too, but I, I told him uh, that JC has migraines, so setting the date, I didn't know, you know, but there's uh, several others I gave to him, uh, Brianna uh, Rush, uh, he asked me, and I said, you can tell me to stop, he said, no, this is great, we're lining them up. But they go up, read your website, and look around and get to know you, and then uh, have a great interview with you. And it costs you nothing, and it's it's uh, they're just fun to deal with. Oh, I know uh, Diane Stevenson. He was going to get, and I think Carmen agreed to an audio. Oh, really? So, uh, Fantastic. She wouldn't. Uh, he. I think if she knew what it was like, it's not like in front of someone. You're just talking to them on a computer, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, and she's a teacher, so she'd probably blow us all away. Anthony was fun to watch. Uh, to get to know people and see them. Of course, Chuck, we see you and we know what you sound like. So, you, And yours was awesome. But I keep going in every day and, and watching them and trying to add up the, the scores there. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, those are things. But I did notice during this time that I just went on Smashwords and there were 18 different um, downloads there. And that I had it free. And also it said three from Barnes and Noble and mm -hmm. a book and, and three uh, e-books sold on Amazon during this time. Good. So, Good. you know, those, I, that was unexpected because right. it's free up on my website, you know, so. Yep. Uh, that the Smashwords, by the way, for those of you that are listening today, tomorrow, and in the future, is a free place, believe it or not, that you can upload your digital books. You have a nice author profile you can develop. They do allow you to put up, well, what they do is you tell them your books published on Amazon and they use their affiliate link. They attach their affiliate link to it, which doesn't hurt my feelings. The books are still yeah. being sold. And uh, Smashwords is amazing. It, it's absolutely amazing. And they yeah. send money every month. I mean, they, they deposit money in your PayPal account uh, on a monthly basis, about the 23rd of the month. And uh, they sell to Google books, uh, iTunes. They handle iTunes and uh, uh, Kobo and I, the list goes on forever. Uh, yeah, Walmart. So, Walmart, right? If anybody is not on Smashwords, I think now digital only. Please remember these are eBooks only. Uh, all they ask you to do is provide them an EPUB file, and uh, 
that's one we haven't talked about for a while. But I mean, why not be there? You know, I mean, <laughs> why not? It's it's free. And there's nothing wrong with another source of uh, traffic, another source of building an audience. And uh, so I think it's just something to consider. The uh, Nancy said something to me. That uh, anyway, Nancy said something to me that struck struck a thing here. But Lou wanted to say something. I know. Lou, <laughs> mate. Yeah. Were you were you were you trying to yeah. say something? Uh, well, I was talking to Karen. Uh, oh, she okay. was uh, just mentioned that uh, to give it a try, and we'd have to come off Kindle Unlimited, and that's about one third yeah. of our sales on Amazon okay. right now okay. are Kindle okay. Unlimited, and we actually get more per book yeah. uh, than we do with the regular Kindle sale. By the way, sales yeah. for uh, March and April and May have been through the roof. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, Karen has sold 100 books this month, and I've sold 90. Wow, fantastic, fantastic. And on a very, very positive note, uh, the draft is done of the book that I've been working on, and now I am editing all 124,000 words worth. Okay. All right. Hey, I, I'm learning this new uh, platform, and I, I apologize. I saw a hand raise, and it was JC Jerry's hand. Jerry, am, am I not recognizing you, or am I supposed to do something, or what here? Um, that's that's fine. I just unmuted myself. You were talking about uh, you're talking about smash words. Uh, I, I strongly recommend it um, if you're on Kindle Unlimited. Uh, I, I understand, you know, staying there <clears throat> if that's working for you. But uh, Smashwords gets you into just almost every retailer. Right. Uh, yes, it's uh, ebook only, mm-hmm. uh, but I mean, they're worldwide. Uh, I, I've made sales in Africa, in India, in uh, uh, Japan, yeah. uh, Australia. Um, at a couple other countries. So yeah, I get exposure there that I don't get with Amazon. Mm. Um, and uh, I, I love it because uh, you can also upload it just as a Word doc. Oh, you uh, can. I thought it had to be an EPUB. Okay, I'm sorry. <clears throat> no, it doesn't have to be EPUB. Um, and they have what they call the meat grinder. And what it does is it, it uh, then reformats your uh, document into every uh, machine language. Oh. I mean, it, it does. It does the EPUB. It does whatever uh, Kindle calls theirs. Uh, Moby. Does, dot Moby. Dot Moby. Yeah. 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 Um, it it does it for Kobo. It does the. Uh, um, yeah. It it puts it out as. Uh, just as a PDF, or it puts it out in, you know, just it, it, about anything that you can want it into. You, you and, know what amazes um, me about that site, everybody, is that I know that they're getting affiliate commissions from people <laughs> who are on different profiles and may want to go over and buy uh, the ebook from, or, or buy the hardcover books or the paperbacks from Amazon. 
and but they have I forget what the numbers are. So even though they earn just a few pennies per book, they must be doing very well because so far they've never asked me for any money. And I think uh, uh, that's true for everybody else. Correct? No, they they, they won't ask you uh, because uh, they upload everything for free. Um, yeah. But uh, you know that they do charge a commission for everything that is sold. Well, I mean, that's only fair. Uh, yeah. It's a whole less than Amazon charges. Oh, yeah. Uh, at present time, they have published uh, 19,021,130,895 words. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, that's 537,545 uh, books. Uh, they have 84,091 free books, uh, and they have 49,564 books available for sale. Wow. Um, and and so, that's another you know, thing that, that, that I think we've all learned is, like, we participated in their May special where we went in and dropped the price of our e-books a little bit. So uh -huh. that doesn't have to stay all the time. You actually set the time frame. Then you go out and let people know that your book might be directly on Smashwords. So uh, thank you very much, Jerry, for helping us out on that. Um, before I go on to what I was going, let's see, we do, 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 do. <laughs> I got to look at my thing again. Self-published, no cost, okay, 18th century, two groups. Again, well, I was going to talk about taking a look at your business plan for the middle of the year. Uh, Joanne, uh, you've been awfully quiet back there today. Why don't you share something exciting with us? Yes, well, um, I've been approached to, um, to turn my book in, uh, to have it made into a short movie. Uh, to put it in okay. the uh, plot pile to see if it would be chosen. I'm kind of a little bit mm -hmm. um, digging into that a little bit more. And uh, it just made me feel really good because uh, I think it would make a great movie. Yeah. And also, uh, in, in, in your case, the whoever you're talking to is very much aware that they have to be very careful and make sure that it's absolutely fictionalized, right? <laughs> right. They, they have my script, so they know what it is. Okay. And they're the ones okay, that approach me, which made me feel good. Yeah. Okay, because you, you you give away a lot of government secrets in your book. <laughs> 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 I know you the know Department what? of Defense. Um, I'll tell you, it's one sure, of the but... things I was that's one of the things I was thinking about on the show, on the radio show to, tomorrow. And and you know, um, it's funny because since uh, I put my book out, um, the CIA has released quite a bit more information regarding. Yes, the, they have. Yes, they have. <laughs> and um, and it's 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 matter of fact, it's freed me from um, from getting any kind of repercussions from the government because of that. So um, I feel pretty good about it. Uh, one of the things tomorrow I want to talk about is the fact that these sailors um, who endured and, and who who saved us from World War Three um, suffered a life not not being recognized by our government, but but being yeah. um, ostracized and basically. Um, living life in PTSD and Agent Orange, right. and not right. have the best life because of it, and um, it, it's really a shame because they finally have gotten some kind of recognition um, by getting um, by getting uh, uh, you know Medicare med medical care and some kind of uh, 
uh, monetary uh, uh, reimbursement uh, for what they did. And uh, so for, for me, I'm grateful for that. I'm just so grateful. And, for and that. I want to share with you, Joanne, because believe it or not, you have made an impact. I'm not going to divulge how I know things like that. But it's interesting that two of my neighbors approached me the other day and they've been fighting Agent Orange for years. And both of them had their disabilities upgraded to over 50, 60 percent. And they've been sitting there at the minor, the minus side for a long time. So things uh -huh. are opening up. And I think it's the kind of work that you're doing. And the fact that the public is getting a little more uh, into it, if you want to say. And I do believe that uh, uh, there's a difference in administrations. And I think there's some sincere wish to possibly help problems that should have been taken care of years ago. I won't go any further than that, but, but yeah. uh, uh, it's, it, books like yours are very, very important. Um, I'd like to, I see here, oh, we got a little bit of time. Um, do, 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 who, who haven't, who am I, have I ignored anybody? Who did I ignore? Participants. Okay, we got Karen and Julie and Mark and Joanne, Nancy and Lou. And okay, I, I'd like to kind of finish the last few minutes up. A couple of weeks ago, Mark Hultgren joined us and talked about a program that I'm excited about because it's working for me. Some of you are already utilizing it. In fact, I was amazed. I don't know how it happened, Mark, but in the background today, for some reason, my whole website was being played into my ear. <laughs> I, I don't ask me how I got to ask after the call, I'm going to get in touch with you because I didn't even have my website up on my browser. <laughs> and, 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 and I'm, I'm listening to one article after another. What I want to talk about today is something that probably has little to no major importance to any of us. It may to other people, larger companies, and that's ADA and WCAG compliance for websites. Now we know that the government says that if you have a store and if you have a website, your website, if your store is ADA compliant necessary, your website better be ADA compliant necessary. And we also know there have been a ton of lawsuits settled out of court for big money for major companies that have had websites that are not ADA compliant. Mark Hultgren, who is a longtime associate and good friend, told me that he had a software that he worked on that works very well. Uh, and my question being the uh, devil's advocate that I am, I says, well, nobody's going to, even my, even like the food service business, uh, who's going to really get mad that the, that the website for the little restaurant is not ADA compliant because the rule says if you have over so many employees, la di da di da. Okay, that, that's where the ADA uh, thresholds are. But the more I thought about it, the more I realized, especially for authors, having your website ADA compliant allows people who would not have been to your website to be able to listen and change the font type automatically and so on. And I'm going to let Mark go through a quick, 
quick statement, not quick. I'm going to have him run through what the ADA compliant software does. And I also, I, Joy, uh, Nancy, you've done your website, haven't you? Uh, yes, sir. I sure have. And Joanne, did you do yours also? Absolutely. Oh, okay. I, I, I thought you, both of you gals did it. I, I don't know who else on the call has, but Mark, uh, you and I went round and around about this. I don't feel it's legally urgent for Chuck or, or Nancy or Joanne, but I think we're offering a service to a broader audience which helps in total sales. Mark, you want to take it away and tell us what ADA compliance is and what your software can do, please? Okay, well, um, in the sales pitches that I put out there, mainly it's the law, just like a stop yeah. sign <laughs> and a school zone. Right. You know. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it behooves every website owner to adhere to the law. You know, eventually FCC will get involved and, you know, they'll just go through all the websites and you'll start getting flagged or one thing or another. You know how big government gets mm -hmm. sometimes. But, um, you know, it's the right thing to do. I have... A lot of friends that are disabled, blind, deaf, whatever. And <clears throat> what this script does is it allows them, like, your website playing in the background. Mm -hmm. um, you must have hit the text-to-speech yes. and then closed it. And in the background, yeah. it was generating... Yeah. That audio file? Page after page. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I couldn't do that if I tried. See, so, mine doesn't. You know, I'm yes. sorry. Mine does yeah. not do that. I have to click the, um, um, for each sentence. It doesn't just continually Ooh. read, which is yeah. all right with me. Um, but... Uh, if it's in the way, I noticed, Chuck, when I went to yours, that newer thing you put up there, it immediately mm -hmm. opened that up. And yeah. I thought, how do I get that off of there? <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> And then that little wheelchair is over there. And uh, But uh, it might be that I didn't give it time or, or maybe you have to scroll down to the bottom and then hit that and it reads the whole thing. I'm not sure how that works, but uh, I like it. It's cool. A lot of it is set up um, in your browser or people w that actually have the TTS software on mm -hmm. their computer, they can have it set to automatically read sentence by oh, sentence. Or Mark, I have, I, have, I, have new, I have nuance on my browser. Would that be the thing that worked? No, that's the I'm other way not around. sure. There, no, there's, there's so many out there. It's hard to say. But so, so you're uh, saying that if 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 I was uh, hearing challenged, which I am, but I haven't, you know, gone. But if if I'm hearing or, or no sight challenged, I would actually have a helper on my computer that when I went to an ADA uh, compliance site, 
I would know what to do and it would work. Is that correct? Yes. You know, that, okay. Okay. that little handicap symbol, um, yep. we tweaked the code so now we can have it set to automatically be open when they go to your site or closed. Okay. Okay. Um, to automatically start with the audio or not. So it may be that yours was set to automatically be start the audio. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes when we test this code, it, it comes back and bites us, but. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure not complaining, it. but I just. I thought it was kind of strange. I kept hearing this noise. I didn't have my earbuds in, and I'm, I'm looking around. I hear this this voice behind me, and I said, so I put my earbud in. I said, well, that's my website that it's reading to me, and it's not even in my browser. It's gone. You know? <laughs> but anyway, I thought it was interesting. Mark, uh, have you? How has? How let me put it this way: Have people been responding to this, or do? Do too many people think it's a waste of time, energy? Because it's, I mean, I'm not going to say this is free, ladies and gentlemen. It takes Mark three to four hours to work in the backside of your platform, your CMS, to make sure that this is encoded properly. Uh, it's not free. Uh, the software has a cost, and Mark's time obviously has a cost. But how have people been responding to you about this, Mark? Do they think it's all a pile of BS or what? Um, actually, I'm getting both sides. You know, okay. Some people are, yeah, I want it. I need it. I've yeah. got to have it on my yeah. site. And others are, well, when the attorneys come after me, then I'll get it. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good time. <laughs> <laughs> I said, okay, so you're going to pay them 50000 yeah, <laughs> to settle out of court and then come and talk to yeah. me for three fifty. Right. Yeah, yeah, for two hundred fifty dollars. Oh. But now here, here's the interesting thing, though. I want to give a disclosure. Most of these lawsuits are settled outside of court. The insurance company pays them, but then you've got a problem with your insurance company. Again, yeah, right. if you are a legitimate, up. yeah, if you're if you're a legitimate business and operating as a business, which some of us are and some of us aren't, I understand that. But again, for instance, the restaurant, if it's ADA compliant in the restaurant, even though it only has seven employees, its website should be ADA compliant because any Tom, Dick, or Harry could go to the website, see that it's not ADA compliant and file with the ADA a suit or file a complaint. And now you've yeah, got to start dealing be with anybody. the government. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't have to be an attorney. Right. And there's plenty of attorneys out there just waiting oh, for somebody to come up with money. an ADA. You know, it's yeah. free money for them. It's free money. They know they it's won't have money. to go to court. Yep. 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 You know, Lou, have you had any experience in this at all? I guess he didn't. Okay, that's okay. I was I was asking Lou if he was uh, if he had that, come was across. Was that to me, Jack? Repeat the question. Yeah. Well, it, it was to you to ask you if you have come across any of this or uh, you know. Uh, no, not really. Know, okay, okay. Well, it's I my feeling. 
personally, after watching the internet grow since it started and social media being what it is and everybody telling me what their the size of their pants are so we get to know an awful lot of everybody, uh, if you have an active website and if it is highly trafficked, you, as Mark said, it is a law. It is a federal law. However, most of us do not fall into the threshold. Isn't that correct, Mark? Yes and no. You know, okay. Your, your website is a publicly accessible place of business. Okay. And it can be one person or it can be 10 million people. Okay. It's your traffic that you have to look at, not so much the number of employees, because with the number of employees, you're limited to how many people you can actually serve. Correct? Uh -huh. Traffic is an issue. I don't have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> that can change overnight, Lou. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, we're going to send you a bunch of traffic, Lou. <laughs> you publish one book that's a hit, and it makes the bestseller list on Amazon. You'll go from 500 hits a, a month to 2,000 a second real quick. Yeah. Oh, that's well, the way Lou and Karen are. Mark is uh, Facebook, and so I'm presuming that Facebook has that kind of compliance on it. Yes, it does. Yeah. Yeah, if you look at the, I think so it's in the Twitter accessibility, and it's got all yeah. those options in there. Yeah. You, know, yeah, you can change the font to the of the text so it's more readable. Uh -huh. Get rid of the serifs. You can um, change the background, highlight links, highlight header headings. Uh, make it yeah you can make the contrast between the background and the text really extreme mm -hmm. <laughs> you know I so that you can tell I think text that's right because a lot of yeah, people well. have trouble reading on devices and mm -hmm. uh if they change the background that makes it uh easier and better for them and who knows mark now is this going to make nancy a better writer too or not <laughs> All right. my software has limitations nancy i'm sorry <laughs> but i enjoy your writing it anyway yeah your sense of humor is just I'm in to get back Unique. to writing. I have had uh, someone was asking us, was that you, Chuck, about writing about COVID-19 and our experiences? Yeah, you are not yeah. going to believe what has happened to this woman during this time staying yeah. home by myself. I mean, I I'm know, more man. dangerous at home. <laughs> she just com she just completely tore out the kitchen sink and rebuilt it. Oh, God. <laughs> and you that know what's funny project. is I'm under there, under that sink. I had a guy coming. But I thought, man, I put all that putty on there the last time underneath the uh, faucet. And I thought, I got to get that off. That's all got to be cleaned up and nice for him to put the new one down, you know? Yeah, yeah. Nancy, so Nancy I, vacuums her floor before the housekeeper comes, you know. Right. So I'm <laughs> under there. And let me tell you, the 
the way the sewer pipe goes, it doesn't go like most things straight down and out the middle of the underneath cabinet. No, it goes over and it goes out of place underneath another cabinet because there was a dishwasher over there at one time that never worked and we took it out. But back to the story. Anyway, I'm under there and it's like, I had had my back out for two weeks, laying on ice, trying to type when I could and, not, and trying to walk. And I thought, I'm going to mess it up. I'm going to screw this up. And so I get under there anyway, and I've got a wrench. And I, it's so tight, those things up there. And, you know, it kind of got a little rusted. And I'm hitting it with a hammer. And I turned off the shutoff valves and took off those things. And as I'm turning them off, they've never been turned off. They start spewing. And finally, I tightened it off well enough that, that I could get the pipe. But anyway, so I'm out there, and I finally get these things loosened and get it all out. And I cleaned it all up and everything. And I thought, all right, I'm ready. I'm still alive. You know, I didn't do anything major. And uh, so then the guy shows up at the door, and I said, look, I got it all ready for He says, ma'am, that was the work right there. This other stuff is <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so he's putting it in and he gets down there and he tightens down those things, gets it all in and puts on the little, you know, um, feed things to the turnoff valves, which I bought new too. And he turns those things on. Well, now these, these turnoff valves go straight down to plastic. You know, they redid my pipes and it's all that, that plastic crud, you know, so you're metal to plastic and I'm going, Please, I said, be sure you don't break that. <laughs> anyway, and he turns them on, and one of them is just blowing water, and he, he gets it real tight. He says, do you have a shutoff outside? I said, yes, I'm headed to the garage, so I went out there, and I shut it off. He thinks it's off, and he took off the cold water. When, when he takes off the hot water, when it's fueling up because the hot water heater is full of water. You know oh. what I mean? Hot water. <laughs> And I walk in and here he is, he's coming. He says, there's water everywhere. And he's so dead, man. He got it back on and, and got it. So he went to the hardware store and bought some new ones. And those little shutoff valves, two of them, $21. Oh my gosh. Uh, Nancy, do, you know, do, do, you know that sounds like one of my DIY plumbing exploits. Oh, yeah. And and he said, I said, I'm going to go shut the water off, make sure the water is 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 off, he, or turn it on after he's through it. He said, turn it real slow, okay? And I said, okay. So I'm turning it really slow, and I'm thinking, I need to run in there and see if he's hollering. <laughs> anyway, it's fixed. Good. And, and I, I guess we're going to have a blog post. We've got a blog post coming. I, well, that in the back, and uh, I, yeah. I turned the wrong way, thought I broke my hip. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff that's happening here. And, and Nancy's uh, not having and any problems with COVID. And they recalled my car, Chuck. You'll love this. Brand new car. They Toyota sent me something. in. They sent it out in January, but I didn't get one till May. And it said that the, it has a low-pressure fuel pump that could stall while you're in traffic, causing you to have a crash. <laughs> and they have recalled Lexus, Toyota, all kinds of things. Anyway, and I'm going, what? So I called Toyota and I said, what's the deal here, guys? You know, uh, y'all don't want to tell me this? 
And, and they said, well, you know, it's, it could happen, but it might not. I said, what about I've been in a uh, expedition that died with a fuel pump and it, you can't steer it. You can't do nothing. Yeah, you can't do anything. Right? And I said, come get it. And they said, well, you can bring, you can ride over. We'll send a tow. You can ride over. And first they told me to bring it over. I said, what part of not driving it do you understand? Anyway, and then they said, well, we'll send a tow truck. You can ride with a tow truck driver. And I said, what part of COVID-19? I'm wearing a mask. <laughs> I am 70 years old. I'm not sitting in there with a dude I don't know all the way to Angleton 20 miles. Anyway, and they said, well, if you did that, we could then take you over to the Expedia in Lake Jackson, which is another 25 miles away, and get you a, a loaner car. I said, no. I said, this is how we're going to do this, just to make things short. You're going to bring a tow truck here, and you're going to get my car. And I'm going to wave at him when he when he backs out. And then you're going to call Expedia, and you're going to tell them to bring me a vehicle here. But it's not going to be a Toyota. And I'm going to drive it at, at $35 a day till you fix my car. They don't have a part. They have not figured out how to make a part to fix it. <laughs> oh god um, i guess we're gonna hear some great stories ladies yes. and i see some great content coming to the widow's blog <laughs> oh gosh hey, thank you nancy thank you uh you know what it's that time even though shirley is dozing uh, i promised i would finish the dinner tonight um I, I really enjoyed today we i think uh, we had julie whitmer and mark joined us again I'd like to close today with reminding our listeners today and tomorrow and whenever you listen to this, six months from now, six years from now, we're joined today by Joanne Nesbitt. That's J-O-A-N-N-E-N-E-S-B-I-T-T.com. Joanne has her wonderful book, uh, The High Cost of Service. Uh, in the back of that book is probably one of the best appendices for people who are concerned about PTSD and Agent Orange. NancyLouHenderson.com. Oh. Don't forget the Lou. That's L-O-U. NancyLouHenderson.com. Uh, the Widow's Blog is a delight. The four books are there. You can read Nancy's book on her website, or as most people do, hell, they just go to the buy all three, the fourth soon to be there, buy the books and read them uh, as they're sitting in their nice chair. We've got Lou and Karen McIntyre, uh, both of them are very accomplished authors. And I, Lou, I, I, it's Lou L. Lewis McIntyre, I believe, is the website. Is that correct? L E W I S. L E W. L E W I S dash McIntyre. Dash McIntyre. And the McIntyre is M C I. I N T Y R E. And Karen's website? She doesn't have one. Oh, okay. He's okay. on Facebook <laughs> as uh, yeah. Karen D. McIntyre. That's right, Karen D. And I just want to give everybody on this call, you know, I'm very, I'm a big promoter of websites, author websites. Karen does not have one, but I think you all heard that, uh, you know, 100 books that a whack, uh, 100 books a month. When the average book that's put onto the market today in its lifetime only sells 250 to 300, 
Uh, here's an, an author, a, a husband and wife author team that sell books. The reason they sell books is they know how to engage with their audience. They've used social media and they've also used public appearances to their benefit. So Lou and Karen are not big website people, but they've learned to market their books the way that makes them comfortable. Today, we were joined by Julie Whitmer from up in Ontario, Canada, a good friend of our friend, Peter Wright. Julie's site, I believe, is Julie Whitmer at W-I-T-M-E-R.com. Is that correct? Uh, Julie Whitmer Maps. Com. Oh, Julie Whitmer Maps, M-A-P-S. Okay, yeah. very good. And if anybody, <laughs> the uh, it's a wonderful website. It gives you a beautiful example of the work that Julie does. And uh, as we heard from some of our callers today, maps can be an asset to the book. Uh, we have M.K. Webb, as he's known on the internet, Mark Haltgren. Again, a longtime friend and associate. And Mark, uh, you keep changing things on me, and I have a bad memory. What is your hottest website today? <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got, I've got three primary websites. Okay. mkw-ind.com is the <clears throat> training and hosting and domains. Okay. Two, the number two, gsm.biz, is videos, audios, advertising. Um, I don't know if anybody, well, I know Nancy saw my video that I posted on Facebook, Be Like Bob. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then um, like the number two, GetSales.com. That is essentially my shopping cart. Okay, very good. And, and Mark's expertise is in the area of I, I don't know how to say this. He he he's IT. I mean, Mark has been around uh, uh, more longer than most people have in this venue. He is a an accomplished CAD engineer has designed CAD programs for people to draw magnificent architectural wonders. and uh, But he also has developed products and training to help people like us. That's how Mark and I uh, met each other. He's on this show, God knows how many years ago. This is the 465th uh, ish episode, and uh, Mark goes back to the first group. Uh, Jerry Callison. JLCallison.com is with us, muted, and uh, I'd like you to stop by. Uh, he has a, a, a beautiful library of books. Uh, one of the first ones that attracted me to Jerry was Rotund Roland, a very lovely, simple book that discusses growing up with challenges, if you want to call it, or bullying. Uh, and it, it, I think it's a, a, a great book to share with other people who may have problems. Uh, but his most recent book, again, because of his granddaughter, right? Yes, your granddaughter. He wrote a children's book. And it's, it's just absolutely gorgeous. The illustrations are phenomenal. And the story, the story has meaning to it. Um, so J.L. Callison, C-A-L-L-I-S-O-N dot com. And who did I miss? Uh, 
202. Who is 202 with us today? Didn't see them sneak in. Telephone 202-492. We haven't heard from them. I don't know who it is, but I guess they don't want to okay. speak, so that's okay. 202-492. My name is Chuck Bartok. I can be reached Facebook, Chuck Bartok, Chuck Dot Bartok. I don't know why. I'm on Twitter, Chuck Bartok, capital C, capital B. My Finally, after all these years, I have my own website, believe it or not. (laughs) I had websites with other names, but uh, I've tried to put things together over the years on one site, and its name is ChuckBartok.com. I really encourage comments. I try to provide information that would be helpful for anyone building a business, regardless of the venue. So again, we'll be back next week, hopefully, God willing, and the river doesn't rise. It did come up about three feet, though, this morning. Thank goodness. Um, It needs a lot more than that. Uh, We're getting a little snow melt, too, off of Shasta and Lassen, and and that's helping raise the river. We'll be back next week, uh, 3.30 Pacific, 6.30 Eastern, for the 466th episode of You Can Build It, Your Business. Uh, look forward to having new people and old people. If anybody listening today would like to get an invite every week, a reminder, go to Facebook, Facebook, Chuck Bartok, uh, message me with an email, and that's all you'll get. You're not going to get any advertisements or anything else. You'll just get a, 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 a reminder of the show, uh, which a lot of people like. If I'm not going to have a show, you're not going to get a reminder. Last week, we were dark for reasons that, you know, I had family issues that had to be taken care of. So anyway, we'll hopefully be back next Monday. Now, as we do every week, I'm going to leave, but we leave the room open so any of our callers can get to know each other better, share stories, uh, share ideas. We're just going to stop the recording and it becomes a private session. And I have heard in the past that some of these private sessions are 10 times better than the show. Thank you all for joining us. Chuck Bartok saying goodbye. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.